Hello, and welcome to the Evie Prince series podcast. My name is Victoria Wright, inspirational writer and author of the Evie Prince series, a trilogy of books that tells the story of a 40-something woman named Evie Prince who experiences a life-altering spiritual awakening. Evie's awakening causes her to question her life and seek answers. As a result, she finds herself in a place that she never thought she would be, single, unemployed, and completely unsure of what to do next. This will not be your usual podcast. In each episode, I will read a chapter, then highlight key reminders that were included to help you, as they have helped me, on your journey of discovery and remembering what you know to be true, but have chosen to forget. To learn more about me in the series, please visit www.healingwords.online. Welcome back to One Deep Breath, a novel of truth and knowing. Written and narrated by Victoria Wright. Copyright 2022 by Victoria Wright. Today's episode is Chapter 10, Trust the Process. Summer is always busy, but for me, this one was out of control. Colby and the boys were coming out for a week. I would be hosting my first art show at the Sunshine Studio. Reva and Brian planned to visit, and Hendrick would bring Asia out for a week. On top of that, somehow, I was supposed to find time to paint. To get a jump on the summer and to work around sports camps, etc., Colby and the boys planned their visit the first week of June. Colorado schools started and ended earlier than most schools across the country, so they took advantage of it. We had it all planned out. Granddad would take them fishing at least twice, which would give Colby and me two days where we could just have girl time. We would do the normal touristy things, and of course, there needed to be beach time. Evie, the boys could hardly contain themselves when I told them about the itinerary for our trip. We also plan to spend a day or two in Boston, so we can hopefully catch a ball game. I can't wait to see you. I know. We have so much to catch up on. This will be a wonderful visit. Send me your flight and bus information, and I'll be waiting at the boat. Will do. I couldn't believe it had been over two years since Colby and I had worked together, and both of our lives had changed dramatically. Her spiritual coaching and my art were taking us both in directions that we had never thought possible. It would be nice to just have some time with Colby. She always grounded me and put everything in perspective. Today was food shopping day. Three extra people in the house, two of which were teenage boys, equaled a lot more food than I was used to buying. Before heading down island, however, I went over to Granddad's to see if he needed anything. Granddad, heading down island to go food shopping. Colby and the boys arrive tomorrow, so I need to stock up. Do you need anything? Coffee. A couple of cans of corned beef hash and some eggs. Sounds like you're planning a nice breakfast. 
So that's it? Yep. I'll be going down myself in a few days, so that will get me through. Have these boys ever fished before? I don't know. Well, you might want to buy some motion sickness pills. I don't want to get them out there. They turn green and have them both over the side of the boat. Good point. I will remind Colby to pack some for the trip. It seemed like, one day, everyone decided it was summer. Everything was bustling again. I should have headed out earlier. But if I took the back roads, I should be able to avoid some of the traffic. Three hours, one headache, and $300 later, I was back up island. How was it that they could deliver alcohol, yet someone hadn't started a grocery delivery service? I laughed, thinking that if this painting thing didn't pay the bills, that was something I could definitely fall back on. Unloading all the food for a split second, I thought that maybe I'd bought too much. Then I remembered teenage boys, no fast food, and living up island, and I knew I had bought just enough. Colby et al. were arriving at noon into the hotbed of Down Island. I needed to get down there early enough to find a three-hour parking space so that we would still have time to grab lunch and walk around town. I waited with the masses as the passengers unloaded, but I didn't see them anywhere. Then I heard someone call my name, and I looked up at the top of the boat and saw Colby and the boys waving. <laughs> Unlike people who lived on the island who sat near the exit doors for the quickest exodus, they were full-on tourists and were enjoying every moment of being on the ferry. I waved back and relaxed, knowing I still had time before they would disembark. Evie. Hey, Colby, welcome. We gave each other a huge hug. You remember the boys, Jeremy and Matt? Both boys towered over Colby, and they were only 12 and 14 years old. Their father had been tall, so they were definitely taking after his side of the family. They both said hello to me in unison. So nice to see you all. Glad you made it in one piece. So... What do you think so far? The view was spectacular. Everything so far has been amazing. We all took the opportunity to ride the entire ferry ride on the top deck. The moisture felt fantastic. So, are you hungry? Since we are down island, I thought we could grab some lunch, then do a little sightseeing. I'm hungry, Matt declared, and Jeremy nodded his head in agreement. Evie, please know that you never need to ask if they're hungry. Just assume that they are. Got it. For the next few hours, we blended in with the tourist, ate lunch, had ice cream, went shopping, and took pictures. By the time we were done, I thought the trip was finally catching up with them. How about we head back up island? We can do more sightseeing another day. Colby looked at the boys and agreed. The ride up island with the windy roads could put even the most seasoned traveler to sleep. Within ten minutes, the boys were out, and Colby was fighting it. Colby, just go to sleep. I'll wake you when we get to the house. She gladly accepted the invitation to sleep.
Back in the day, the bumpy road up to the house would have awoken them. But since it had been fixed, thanks to Steve, I had to announce our arrival. Wakey, wakey, we are here. Evie, I'm so sorry that I fell asleep. Don't worry, it happens to everyone. So, welcome to my humble abode. Wow, this is so cool, Matt announced. Yes, I would have to agree. This place is brilliant. And is that the Sunshine Studio? Colby asked. The one and only. After we unloaded their bags and got them settled, I took them over to meet Granddad. We had barely made it through the bushes before we heard from inside the house. Welcome. So glad you all came to visit. Come on in. The boys looked at each other with the expression of, how did he know? I looked over and told them, Granddad always knows. Granddad opened the door and ushered us in. Granddad, this is Colby, Matt, and Jeremy. Hello, everyone. So, these are the young men who will be fishing with me. Jeremy and Matt were grinning from ear to ear. Have you boys ever fished before? Yes, sir, we have. Great. On open ocean? Uh, they both looked at each other. No, we do freshwater fishing in local streams. Well then, I will have a lot to teach you. I know Evie and your mother are expecting that we catch at least one dinner while you're here. So, after you eat tonight, why don't you come over and I'll give you some pointers. Yes, sir. They replied in harmony. Oh, and call me Adequan. I nudged Colby. Did you remember the motion sickness pills? Yes. Good, because they will need them. I then smiled at Granddad. Thanks, Granddad. I'll send them over later. Colby and I bunked together, and the boys shared the extra bedroom. Granddad had them leaving bright and early in the morning, so there was no sleeping in. They needed to have a good breakfast to take their motion sickness pills. Granddad cut them some slack, though, and didn't leave until 7 o'clock. The boys were just finishing breakfast when he knocked on the door. Ready? Granddad asked. Unfortunately, the time difference has caught up with them, but they should be fully awake and ready by the time you get down to the water, I said. Well, they need to be. Someone has to row the dinghy. The boys both looked at each other. I couldn't tell if it was fear or exhaustion. I handed Granddad a cooler filled with drinks and lunch just in case they made it that long. Colby gave them both a kiss and told them to mind Adequin and to have fun. Granddad smiled at Colby, and then he announced that they were off. Once the screen door closed, Colby and I both let out a chuckle. Well, this will be an experience for them both. Granddad will teach them a lot, and it won't be just about fishing. Thank you, Evie. They needed this time away from Denver and to have some male bonding. Good. While they get theirs, I need some girl time. Grab your coffee, and let's go out to the studio. 
The day was beautiful, and the sun was shining perfectly through the studio windows that cast a warm yellow hue into the room. Evie, your space feels so magical. No wonder you're able to create such amazing art. I feel you all around. The energy is like a big, warm hug. I showed her the paintings that I planned to include in the showing this summer, and then we pulled up space against the wall, drank our coffee, and just talked. I had always said, Colby just grounded me. Hours passed and our delightful visit came to an end when we heard Granddad's truck pull into the driveway. We were greeted by Matt and Jeremy holding one fish each. Matt had caught a bluefish and Jeremy had a striped bass. We brought you dinner, Matt announced. Wow, nice catch, boys. Adequin, thank you so much for taking the boys out. Not a problem. Once they woke up, they were real naturals. Heading out, they got a little green around the gills, but the food you all packed helped settle things down. So, Granddad, you going to teach them how to clean the fish? Don't you want to do that? Granddad replied with a grin. No, don't want to ruin your fun. Okay, boys, get back in the truck and we will go to my house, clean the fish, and deliver your mom and Evie some beautiful fillets for tonight's dinner. Will you join us tonight? I asked him. Happy to. When the boys returned, we got our stuff together and headed to the beach. The boys passed out quickly once they lay down on the sand. Colby and I took a nice long walk. Evie, this place is just amazing. Everywhere you look, there's beauty. No wonder you wanted to move back. I am really learning to appreciate what I have here. It does make it hard to think about living anywhere else. Walking a little farther, I motioned Colby to join me in sitting at the water's edge. Looking out to the open ocean, Colby could tell there was something still eating at me. There is more. What is it? She asked. Even though I do love it here, I have the urge to travel. I want to experience more of the world. That sounds amazing, and I'm sure it will add a new dimension to your paintings. Will Hendrik join you? Time will tell. I wouldn't worry about it. The universe has a plan. How do you stay so calm when it comes to the unknown? It is not always easy, but instead of worrying what may or may not happen, I try to stay in the moment and envision a positive outcome. Don't get me wrong, I still worry, but it is a lot less than before. I have experienced enough examples that the universe has a plan for me and that I am always cared for so I focus on trusting the process. I gave that same advice to a young man in my painting class. It is so easy to say it, but can be so scary to do it. Yes, the process does not always go in a straight line, and you sometimes feel you're going backwards. But every experience builds upon each other 
to prepare you for what you desire. Remember, ego is always lurking to limit and create fear. But if you can tell ego to piss off and trust your heart, the process becomes less scary. I stood up and shouted at the top of my lungs, Ego! Piss off! I don't need you now. My heart is in control. I trust the process. Well, that is one way to do it. Nice work. The rest of the week was a blur. All I really remembered was the large amount of food that was consumed and bouts of uncontrollable laughter. Colby, thank you for making the trip out here. It was a pleasure to have you and the boys with me. You have made a wonderful life for yourself. I'm so proud of you. You are finally living life, and that is all we can hope for in our time on this earth. Keep on enjoying. Thank you, and you are doing a great job with the boys. They are turning into amazing young men. Enjoy Boston and travel safe back to Denver. Let me know when you get back home. Will do. After a big hug, they all turned and walked onto the boat. I waited until I saw them on the outside deck. They all waved and yelled, Thank you, Evie. We love you. Today's episode is brought to you by Healing Words Customized Meditations. Written for you and only you. To learn more, visit www.healingwords.online. Reminder, it's not always easy to stay calm when it comes to the unknown. But instead of worrying what may or may not happen, try to stay in the moment and envision a positive outcome. The universe has a plan and you are always cared for. Trust the process.